Welcome to episode 4 of Pods for Support. Today I have with me a very good friend, Miss Nicole Chu. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming down despite like your busy schedule to have this chat with me. What have you been busy with? Um, oh. Actually, I've been working on like an original song. Wow. Yeah, so that's really different from what I usually do. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually like kind of wrote this last year. Yeah. yeah, I think you really try a lot of new like things, yeah. Especially right. last year. Yeah, especially last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of new things. What what else have you been like up to? Uh just handling my like those like my my merch and mm. stuff like that. And your DJ like Yeah, my DJ. Yeah. yeah. I mean for someone so young it's like it's so like cool how you've been doing so many things lah. I think it's super cool. But as with all things in life there are like of course there are good and bad moments, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm sure behind like all these highlights that we see online, like you also have your fair share of struggles as well. Yeah. Um, have you ever faced any struggles with your mental health? I am much better now, mm. but when I was maybe when I was like thirteen, yeah, I had quite a hard time with my mental health, mm. and I felt like I couldn't really share it with anybody, especially my parents, because mm. I think they're super new to this whole like mental health thing so mm. if they feel like you're not diagnosed or don't look like you're diagnosed with depression doesn't mean that you're strug- you're not struggling with other things mm. yeah so when i was around like 13 uh, i actually asked my mom hey can we go and see like a therapist or somebody that can actually like help me but she just she kind of shut me down mm. uh, i mean i wouldn't blame her because um yeah, she didn't know how to handle she didn't know it. how to handle yeah. she doesn't she didn't know how serious it was mm-hmm. i guess but i really struggled a lot with like self-harm when i was younger so oh, okay yeah what so. happened like was there anything that was like a turning point i think when i started going to secondary school i just felt like i was going down this like huge spiral mm-hmm. especially because maybe it's like a new environment that i'm mm-hmm. in and everyone's like different and i felt unsafe Mm. Yeah, and I also started like social media, so mm. a lot of hate comments were coming, especially when I had um Ask FM. Ah, yeah. Ask FM, Ask that FM. notorious thing. Yeah, <laughs> now it's like called what Telonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when I had when I had Ask FM, uh, there were a lot of anonymous questions, mm. and sometimes you think, are these questions actually from people I actually know? Because mm. sometimes they mention things that are in my personal life that I don't put out on the internet, so. It gets you like very insecure yeah. in a way. Like because, you don't know who yeah, is real. It could yeah. be just like the friend that you trust, you mm-hmm. know. So I went down this like whole spiral and I also had like a boyfriend. I knew quite young, right? Mm-hmm. But I had a boyfriend then and I guess all these distractions just I don't know, just like really clouded my brain. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's probably like like there's so many things happening to you at one yeah, time. Yeah, and also when you're a teenager, you don't really know how to communicate with your parents yeah as, as well, well yeah. yeah so we were having a lot of like disagreements and we were just like fighting a lot mm. yeah so that point was like a really a tough time yeah a tough you. time so after that how did it like proceed uh i felt like it was maybe like a gradual thing that i slowly got better mm. maybe because um I guess, like, distractions mm. and stuff like that. Like, I met new people. So, it's, like, that phase is just me, like, trying to, like, explore, like, different things. Like, partying and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so I kind of got distracted. But at the same time, there was still this underlying, like, sadness in me. That mm. I didn't even know where it was from, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. But after a while, it, like, kind of got better. 
Mm. Yeah. And then how did this like lead to you seeing a therapist like this last year? Uh, so last year I kind of went through like a pretty tough time, especially during like circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to go to see a therapist, but I've always, you know, I'm always flying before mm-hmm. like um COVID happened. So I was always going to like Melbourne. So I'm always back and forth. I don't even have like time to actually find a therapist that I can actually go to every month. Mm-hmm. So... You know, like, if you go to a therapist, she has to know everything about you. And it's easier. Because if you go to a new therapist, then you get you got to do everything all over again. Mm, yeah, yeah, and I heard you kind of need to find someone who's on your same wavelength. If not, yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so my therapist, actually, she really gets me. And, like, we get along. Mm. So I think I can tell her a lot of things. Mm, yeah. Okay. If you're comfortable to share, what have you been sharing with her about? And, like, how is the session like for you? Uh, so the session is like an hour. It's quite expensive actually, oh, okay. especially if you go to private ones. Mm. So it's like around like two fifty an, an hour. Mm. Oh, that's expensive. Yeah, especially if you if you're studying, it mm. might be you know yeah. you know it might be a struggle because you don't have time to like work and earn money. And sometimes some people are very afraid of. Um, asking their parents mm, yeah. for money to go. I think the cost does put people off la, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah it does. Especially if you don't have that kind of cash on hand to to spend. Mm. Yeah, But sometimes it's pretty necessary la, to seek like help from yeah. someone else. So yeah. it's always good if your parents are very understanding. Mm, I think there's like certain hotlines also like chat, Singapore, mm. that kind of thing that people can go to. Yeah, so. I heard um, online there's this uh, website where you can talk to like a therapist for like a really low amount of money mm. like maybe like 30 plus i'm not sure mm. yeah so yeah back to <laughs> back to um my experience with my therapist so usually i'll just tell her about my problems mm-hmm. of the month <laughs> but lately lately it's been okay i usually talk to her about how stressed i am about work because mm. even if it's not like a heavy workload I do get anxious whenever I feel like I'm not working hard enough. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm not good enough, which mm. is really bad because like you should always be appreciative of what you've done for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it's hard to hard to do so. And she kind of helps you to like um like reflect on what you're feeling. Yeah, she does give me a lot of encouragement actually. Mm, so okay. there's there's this once that like, I kind of cried cuz she was telling me that I don't see how much I've done for myself mm. and everything like she always tries to bring me up and remind me the little successes I have mm. like achieved and yeah. stuff so yeah she's like she's more of like a friend to me mm. yeah than just someone I'm like paying to yeah, like help me a, in my problems yeah I think that's a pretty good like therapist you got lah yeah. yeah but I know like you know in Singapore there's kind of certain stigma still attached to seeing a therapist mm. like, a lot of people wouldn't you know they wouldn't come out like maybe to their bosses and mm. say that oh yeah I need I've been seeking help in this thing and like all that thing lah but it shouldn't really be the case that you know we, we feel like we can't tell people that we, we need help yeah. yeah, and we can't seek help. And I think for people with like mental health conditions, but it's even more important for them to like get this kind of help lah, that they need. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel that um if it's very different from talking to a friend because mm. she like your therapist has been this line of work. They know mm, what yeah. to say to you. And I feel like a lot of people when okay, for example, me, when I tell people my problems, I don't really want them to solve it. Mm. I just want them to h- listen to me, you mm. know, or like even if I want to cry, like just let me cry. Mm. Like I don't want someone to tell me what to do because yeah. like obviously I know what to do. It's like, just you have this like dark cloud over you 
and you just don't know how to get rid of it. You just need to let it out. Mm, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I feel like a therapist kind of it doesn't force you to change things, but she kind of talks in a rational way. I think yeah. I think yeah. like in our society, we kind of have a ways to go with like um learning how to listen to one another mm. and like letting each other share our feelings uh, without yeah. Because we're so quick all the time. Oh, like, you can do this, you should do this, and get out of it, like, ASAP. But sometimes, just talking about it can actually help, like, people a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, what would you say was, like, the lowest point of your life? And how did you face that? Uh, I feel the lowest point was when I was 13. Mm. How how did you face it? It wasn't an easy... It definitely wasn't an easy process. Like, healing is... Healing in every way is always a painful process. Mm. This is what I always tell people because you should never force yourself to actually be okay. Because mm-hmm. it's just not natural. Yeah, it yeah. takes time la, for yeah. a lot of things. So I I feel like time really does. I mean, as as like basic as it sounds, mm, like yeah. time really does heal things. <laughs> How do your friends and family support you through this time? Uh, I think my parents are much better with listening to me. Mm-hmm. Because I think when I'm older, we can communicate like a little bit better. Mm-hmm. However, I try to like talk to my parents. They kind of like, they'll mirror it back to me. So when I'm older, like when I talk to them, yeah, they kind of get me more. La. Uh, and for my friends, they're always very, very supportive. So whenever I am sad or whatever, if I want to tell them something they don't give me like half ass response you know mm. they always type like a huge essay to help me you know mm. like you feel very like comforted with them la. yeah and yeah Noah my boyfriend also helps mm. me a lot he helped me a lot last year especially because I was going through like quite a lot of stuff and especially doing circuit breaker it's way harder Mm. Yeah, because you're alone. Yeah. Yeah, and you're in a house. You can't really have that much distractions. Mm. Could you share like more about how Noah has like helped your mental health? Okay, I think at first he didn't really know how to handle something like that. Mm-hmm. But he's been always so patient. I don't think I can even do it as well as he does. Because mm. if it was me and like, I don't know what to do. And this person just keeps yeah. crying to me. And sometimes it's for no apparent reason. So he really, he really like tried to understand me and, you know, just comfort me and not try to tell me what to do. Mm. Like I said, like just listen. That's why he's Mr. P, right? Yes. <laughs> P Mr. Patient. patient. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe you can share like an instance of something that he did for you that made you feel like he was a very supportive partner. When we weren't together yet, uh, when I was like sad and sometimes I want to, sh- I shut myself out from the world. Like I just, yeah, I just like don't want to talk to anybody then he like send me like Starbucks like every day Oh, that's nice like it's so expensive yeah. I scolded him and I was like can you not <laughs> maybe his love language is like gifting or something yeah a little bit a little bit mm. but his love language I think is more like physical yeah physical not not in that way la. <laughs> like physical in terms of like hug yeah, yeah I think it's very nice to have a very supportive partner la. cause it would yeah. be really hard if like someone you are so close to like a significant other they don't make you feel hurt or yeah. like yeah you just don't feel safe around them I think that's like really very hard for anyone yeah so I think what's important is that um, he reassures me I was struggling through some like getting over like relationship issues mm-hmm. and he like, he just came into the picture and he understood, like, I, will, I couldn't really um, break away from this mm-hmm. other person, which is, like, my ex. But he was very patient with it and he wanted to show me what it's like to be 
like loved and in a good relationship. How would you personally like to receive support when you're going through a tough time? Like, what is what do you want people to show you? Mm, I think I'm a very like words person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if I tell people my problems, I would like. I mean, I would obviously want them to make effort to kind of like talk to me about it and rationalize with me mm-hmm. and kind of make me feel better. But I also don't like people who are too like pushy because mm-hmm. sometimes I just want my own space. Yeah. Yeah, I want my own time. And sometimes you don't even know what you're upset about. So time is really like what you need. Time and space. Yeah, it helps you to process things a little yeah. bit more. Nah. Okay, so you've been like in the public eye from like a pretty young age, nah, like at 13 when you started social media. I guess it must be pretty like intimidating for you when you first like started, you know, getting so many comments from like a lot of people. Um, and like how have these experiences affected your mental health? Mm, it was pretty overwhelming, I would mm-hmm. say, at the start. It really affects you, especially if you like don't purposely go and see like what people are saying and then you just like accidentally chance upon all the mean stuff yeah so sometimes you really have to like snap yourself out of it mm-hmm. yeah when you know that you are believing what they're saying in um, a sense what are some of these mean stuff that you came across I think because last time I I had really bad skin and I actually like posted a makeup tutorial. So people mm-hmm. are still using these pictures from my past YouTube videos. Like you put out content and then people like Yeah, I mean like my it. content wasn't that amazing last time. Like, I mean I was so young and I was yeah. trying to do a makeup tutorial. I mean obviously it improved, right? Like my makeup skills. <laughs> but people like... People still people still talk about it, you know? Mm. Yeah, so it kind of gets to you sometimes and... Like, they like to talk about your relationships or so, and, like, your family. Mm. Like oh, I think the family one must be the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. last time I used to have uh, this Ask FM comment, this person said, it's like, they basically say your family, like, hates you, or you're a disgrace, that kind of stuff. Mm. But they don't actually know the real you. Yeah, they don't even know you. Yeah. Like, they comment. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's, when you see these kind of things, it's not that you believe it, but it's more like, it kind of brings your morale down mm. a lot, especially for for me like last time when I'm when I'm still like starting out in social media mm. and then I see this kind of stuff. It makes me feel like I don't really want to continue, mm. but then again, like you know, I can't just be affected just because like yeah. some somebody that I don't even know says something about me. But does it make you afraid to like put yourself out there? Uh, I think I'm not as afraid anymore mm-hmm. because I kind of have like. You need to have a lot of self-love and mm. know your self-worth mm-hmm. and know that whatever that these people are saying, like, why are you listening to them when you are yourself and you know who you really are? Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think you were, like, kind of taught that lesson at a very, like, young age. La. Yeah, when I was younger, it was really hard because mm-hmm. I was so new to all these, like, social media stuff. Mm-hmm. I was so new to... Um, how mean people can be. You know, like you're, keyboard warriors, yeah, right? you're always in this fairy tale land when you're young. And nobody says these kind of like mean things to your face. Mm. So when it kind of like pops up on social media, you never thought that people could be so mean. Uh, how do you deal with all these pressures then? Like from social media, especially like with its effects on like your mental health and all? Uh, so I was saying like last time it was so bad that I started like self-harming. Mm-hmm. But as I grew up, like I think I told myself that why am I even hurting myself over people who like don't even know me Mm -hmm. so after I I I think was everything was a really gradual process and one day I'm like oh I'm not really like upset about these kind of things anymore Mm. like one day I woke up I'm like why am I not affected anymore Mm. yeah 
So yeah, I think is I just got stronger mentally. And how would you advise people who um like feel pressured from social media? I don't think there's <laughs> I don't think there's like a manual because I feel that all these things is about how confident you are. Mm-hmm. And all these things have to be slowly built. But you just have to know that you should have your own identity and nobody should change it. Like, if somebody want to judge you, then so be it. Because there are always going to be people who like you and people who don't. But the people who like you and try to get to know you are the ones who actually matter. Mm. So it, it really comes down to like being confident and slowly, you know, just filtering out. Mm. Negativity. Yeah. I agree. Like with what you said, when like you know you grow up and you get stronger and stronger, lah. Because mm. I think during those growing up years, it's especially um easy to like hurt you because you haven't really like built your own like strong identity yet, and you're kind of still figuring out your space, lah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. Mm. Smart, smart, big yeah. brain. How is your mental health now as compared to like maybe the past few years? Um. It's much better, I would say. I was struggling um the past maybe like two years because of like breakup shit. But last year really was like a switch. I don't know why, but it was a switch. Um, it's much better now because like, uh, do I have to say time heals? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I I don't know. I'm much better now in a way that I'm stronger mentally because I think that whatever I was going through, I kind of. I kind of love myself a like more, mm-hmm. not a bit uh. I love myself more. So whatever I was going through, I could actually walk out of it because I felt like I I I keep telling myself that I do deserve more. So to wrap it up, um, what would you say to your past self or other listeners who are having a hard time? Um, anything. Like you know, sometimes you cannot put some things in the words. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just a feeling. I would say, um, if you feel that you need to, you need to seek help, uh, you should definitely go for it because I think that you know therapy and um, all these trained professionals can actually help you in ways that you never thought they could help you, and they also can help you like rationalize things a lot, especially your thoughts, and help you like question why you're feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want. Um, people who are struggling now to not like, pressure themselves to actually feel better like immediately because mm-hmm. um, healing and feeling better is a really long process and I, I, I do believe that not uh, not everybody can you know feel okay all the time mm-hmm. like it's that's why we have emotions because like we can't always feel the same emotion all the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah if not like what is life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that all these struggles definitely will get you, like make you a stronger and better person in the future. And when you look back, you're going to be like kind of thankful for what you have done for yourself. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you. Okay. Be sure to tune in to our next episode on Spotify on Wednesdays, 8pm. Thank you so much, Nicole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This podcast is empowered by Central Singapore CDC and powered by the National Youth Council and Young Changemakers. It is also made in support of the National Council of Social Service and Beyond the Label.